rotten motherfucker. God damn, that is a good song. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Mostly Harmless Podcast. I'm your host, Damian Burford, a.k.a. Damn It Damian. Uh, today is a very special episode. We're going to start an irregular series here called The Tunage, or Tunage. Uh, I think it's just going to be called Tunage. It doesn't need a the in front of it, in which I just play tunes. I really like to get your uh, gears going here. Uh, what you just heard, first and foremost, was uh, Boner Party playing the Mostly Harmless podcast theme song. Uh, that's a good old roommate of mine making fun of me, and he didn't think I was going to use that, and here it is, the second time I've used it on a Mostly Harmless show. Uh, we're going to keep using it until somebody brings me something better. Uh, and then we heard my favorite song off my new favorite album of the year. Now, that song is called Obituaries. The band is called The Menzingers. Now, The Menzingers just put out a killer new record on Epitaph Records. It's called on the Impossible Past. Uh, I just saw them in Denver for the s- second time with uh, my good buddies Cheap Girls, who were previously on an episode of this. I was supposed to interview the Benzigers, but uh, I decided to watch Cheap Girls set instead. Uh, st- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I-, I still stand by that, that I skipped interviewing those guys, although it would have been a fucking phenomenal interview. Uh, they're coming back through to Denver here soon with uh, the Bouncing Souls and Luther, a little band that... Uh, Will shortly, but all, all three of those bands are going to be on the Most Harmless podcast here soon. Uh, that song, you know, I will fuck this up. I fucking know it. I mean, come on, guys. We've all been there. Guys, girls, children. You've been in a relationship. It's too good to be true. 
sitting there and you think to yourself, I'm going to fuck this up. This is way out of my league. At the moment I heard that song, I was talking to this girl, very nice young lady, uh, lived out of town, probably no chance it would ever work, uh, and she's way too damn good for me to begin with. And the moment I heard that song, I thought of her. Now, the moment I've gotten to pretty much any relationship I've ever been in, I've thought those words, I will fuck this up, I fucking know it. Uh, oddly enough, the song itself isn't about relationships, so to speak. It's about the band signing to Epitaph Records, which, if you don't know, is the uh, you know the band Bad Religion started the label back in the 80s, late 80s, I want to say, mid to late 80s, and uh, put out some of the best punk rock records of all time. Uh, they're a huge force in music to this day, especially the underground indie scene. I mean, they launched the careers of Rancid, Offspring, uh, Frank Turner's currently on the label, now the Menzingers. And, uh, you know, it, it was about their fear that they were going to fuck it up, that they were just, they had this killer chance and they were going to screw it up. And isn't, don't we all understand and know where that comes from? Uh, a few minutes ago, I was driving in my car, I'm way home to record this little podcast thing, and I'm singing that song at the top of my lungs, singing away, and I look over, and this little old lady's just looking at me like I'm a freak, and that's what happens to me when that song comes on. It's just, it's, it's a power, it's a force of anything else. And needless to say, unfortunately, I'm not lo- no longer talking to that woman who uh, that song was about. I mean, no bad blood. It's just, I'm just kind of an awkward dude. I'm, I sh- I'm not meant to be in relationships, and this isn't me feeling sorry for myself. This is just the sad fact, truth, is that I, I. I stress the fuck out when I uh, even get close to a relationship and then I freak out and screw everything up. So of course that song is near and dear to my heart and that is my new favorite record of the year. Uh, I thought the new Hot Water Music was going to be there for a minute but it's not. I'll talk about that a little bit more later because we're going to play some Hot Water Music here today. Uh, now one of, the, one of the greatest things that's happened to me since I've started this podcast is that here and there I get the occasional email from somebody going, hey man, I'd never heard of that band before. I listen to that podcast, and they're one of my favorite bands. Uh, while the Cheap Girls in the Broadway Calls episodes are two of the least downloaded episodes, um, and that's a really sad thing, is that the punk rock episodes we've done really just have not gotten the attention they deserve. Uh, a lot of it is the bands themselves are not promoting them well enough. They maybe post one little thing on Twitter at 3 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I'll be lucky to get a retweet. Cheap Girls are some of my best friends, and still can't get them to even post anything about it. Um, but still, you know, I had, I had some friends take a listen to uh, the Cheap Girls interview and go, God damn, that's a great band. Had some people listen to the Gamuts interview, and uh, it wasn't necessarily the Gamuts themselves, although that episode did garner them a few more fans. It was uh, me and Chris Fogel talking about Red City Radio that really turned a lot of people onto that. And then throughout the, throughout the day, it's like I seriously got a lot of emails from people going, hey, man, I really like that band. Um, so today I'm going to bring to you a collection of bands that I really, really, really fucking like. And my mother says I need to stop cussing on here, and uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my hardest not to cuss anymore. But it's, it's in my, it's ingrained in my nature, there, mother. I'm sorry, mama. But uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to bring a collection of artists today that uh, I really find fascinating, that I love. Um, I, I'm not really particularly good at reviewing music. Um, for me, music is just a soul, gut, instinct. I'm not into technical things. I don't mind if a band is sloppy. I don't mind if the recordings suck as long as there's great heart and passion in it. And I think today with the bands we bring you, there's all that and more. Um, again, like I'm, I'm not good at talking about why I like something. I just know that it resonates somewhere deeper inside of me like that Menzinger song and even the theme song and what we're, the songs we're about to play next. And it's, it's fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, I apologize because this is the first episode I've done in probably six weeks. I mean, I, I posted that Corey Brandon episode like two weeks ago. Uh, it took me a month to actually get my act together and get it done. Um, but what ha- what happened is, is I lost my day job. I got a very, very large severance package, and I spent the last two months drinking myself to death. I'm not really trying to kill myself, just drinking every single damn day. Uh, I flew out to Alabama for the way. Well, I flew out to Atlanta and then drove to the Waverly Boogie with a good buddy of mine. And uh, spent a ton of money. I uh, had a fantastic time, though. And uh, we're about to talk about that here in a second. I don't know why I brought that up now. Jumping the gun a little bit. But, uh, you know, last week, two of my best friends were in town. We went out, day drinking, drink for drinking, eating, ate and drank for three days straight. It got to be a little too much. Uh, the day everybody left, I went and took a shower, and I stood on my scale, and that scale said 238 pounds. I haven't weighed 240 in almost 10 years, guys. Uh, when I graduated high school, I weighed about 250, and I got all the way up to 260. But then I moved to Colorado, got all the way down to about 195. And then I've been sitting pretty happily at 215 on and off over the years, gained a little bit here, lose a little bit there. And I looked at that scale and said, no way. 
uh, I've been going through a little bit of a blue period. You know, when you don't have a reason to get up, you have a tendency to sleep on the couch all day and then not get motivated. And a lot of it had to do with the constant drinking. I cut out the drinking. I haven't had a drink in about five days now. Might be on day six. I've kind of lost count. And that's a good thing. It's uh, it's one of those like, hey, look, I'm not an alcoholic. I got booze in the house and I'm not drinking. It's one of those great checks that I do every so often. And I'm trying to lose the weight. And here it is. Like, I haven't had the motivation to get out of bed to do anything. And all of a sudden, four or five days into quitting drinking, I can't sit still. I want to work. I want to work hard. I want to work fast. I've got a couple writing gigs. I'm going to write for a couple magazines here and there that you've probably heard of. I don't want to say anything about it because I don't want to jinx it. Uh, but it's some fantastic stuff coming up. I've got some really great ideas and uh, podcast interviews. I'm going to tweak up the website a little bit. We're going to add some more um, more stuff to read instead of just listen to. And we're going to add some more stuff to listen to, too. I mean, I don't have a day job. I've got tons of time to work on this. So let's fucking work on it. And now that I'm not drinking myself to death every day, um, I feel so much better about working on it, and I feel so much better about myself, and I'm losing weight. I'm already back down to about 230 in just like a matter of a week. And I think I was mostly like poop weight, but you know what I mean. Uh, so, all right. Uh, God damn, I've already rambled for eight minutes here. So, sorry guys. Uh, we're going to get into this. This band, this next band we're going to play is a little band called Lee Baines III and the Glory Fires. Can't forget the Glory Fires. Lee Baines III and the Glory Fires. I caught these guys at the old Waverly Boogie in Waverly, Alabama. Town right outside Auburn. Wonderful, delightful little town. In the middle of the day drinking, I went and wandered around this, this little city. and It's tiny. Uh, to me, it reminds me of the town that... Uh, Big Fish is based on um, that. Jeez, uh, I can't get my thoughts and thoughts in line. But yeah, it reminds me of the town Spectre from Big Fish, and it's a fantastic little town. And I got to see this fantastic little band there, along with Glossary, Austin Lucas, um, Hooray for the Riff Raff. Jeez, uh, man, list goes on and on and on. Central Matic, um, but these guys really were the ones who blew me away out of everybody. I've had this. Uh, album here for about a month now it just came out about a week ago this is my favorite song off of it. it's poppy it's catchy and it's another relationship song it's called everything you took and it's you know basically about you know everything this bitch took from this dude uh check out lee baines third and glory fires again all these links are going to be uh set up on the uh, mostly harmless.com no mostly harmless podcast.com web page jeez man i gotta lay off the coffee and uh you can find all the links and information about all these bands there um, I, I've been rambling for nine and a half minutes. Let's, let's just get into this music, guys. This is Lee Baines the Third and the Glory Fires. Everything he took off their album. There's a bomb in Gilead.
All right, guys. Now, you just heard two of my favorite songs from two of my favorite bands in the world. Uh, that last song was a little band called The Lusitania. Uh, that song was Tributaries off their newest album called Rain and Rivers. Now, Lusitania from El Paso, Texas. You know who else is from El Paso, Texas? Mr. Jim Ward from At The Drive-In in Sparta. Jim Ward acted as producer um, and engineer on this record and probably a host of other things. Uh, Mr. Jim Ward um, took my good buddies in the Lusitania out on tour with them. They were his backing band. And before that, uh, I got Lusitania, one of the first bands I ever booked at the Triple Nickel Tavern. And they blew me away. They're super, super sweethearts, super nice guys, super great band. And I fell in love instantly. Uh, we've been fast friends ever since. I even talked them into playing my... Uh, ill-fated birthday party my 29th birthday party uh it was lusitania drag the river and a local band called rj fletcher i ended up doing what we know of 18 shots of jameson that's what we can count and that doesn't include the ones where people bought shots at the bar and brought them to me needless to say they found me at the end of the night uh you know cuddling with the toilet I had thrown up uh, what is called a flipper. It's kind of like a fake tooth. It's a retainer with a fake tooth. Cost me a couple hundred bucks. Needless to say, that is why I'm a toothless Joe right now. Although I still was a toothless Joe then. I just was faking it. Uh, Anyway, uh, they've been really good friends of mine ever since. I helped to get these guys uh, not signed, but adopted the Suburban Home Records. And they've been really cool dudes ever since. I'm actually working on getting them out. Uh, out here to Colorado Springs again for my 31st birthday party in August. Stay tuned for that. Uh, hopefully we're going to do a live Mostly Harmless that night too. It should be fun. Uh, and before that, we heard a little band called Red Collar. Now, Red Collar, the lead singer Red Collar is a little man named Jake Chuma. And I shouldn't say little because he is a giant. Um, he's got the physicality and charisma of a Southern Baptist preacher. These guys are from uh, Richmond, Virginia. Um, super impressive, super impressed me. Uh, this, this album is called Welcome Home. It just came out this week. Uh, the song was called Dodge K. And I got to meet Mr. Jake Chuma, I don't know, about a year ago. I was going through another one of my blue patches. They happen a lot with me. I'm kind of manic depressive. I'm always ups and downs and strikes and gutters. And what had happened was, was I was still booked shows at the Triple Nickel Tavern here in Colorado Springs. I was putting my own personal money on the line, and I was losing money left and right. I was bringing in killer shows, but not crowds. Um, people weren't coming to see what I was bringing and putting on. I was depressed. I was in despair, and I couldn't figure out what to do to get myself out of this this hole. And lo and behold, Arliss Nancy brings me Jay Kachuma. And Jay Kachuma comes and he plays. He's got this weird little setup, like a vacuum cleaner playing an accordion or something like that. He's stomping along, playing his acoustic guitar. It was weird to say the least. Uh, I got rip-roaring drunk, and then Mr. Jake Chuma played this little song called Used to Believe. Now, I should, probably should have played that today since I'm talking about it, but this song, Used to Believe, brought me to fucking tears. Um, it, it, it's about the art and the passion and the sense of belonging that used to come with rock and roll at a younger age, and it kind of reiterated in me why we do these things that we do and why I am involved in music is because there's something bigger to be a part of, and I'm just rambling here. Like It really hit me in the core, and it was what I needed at that right moment in time, um, and I love that song, and I've been a huge fan of Jay and his band Red Collar ever since. Now, you can find Jay's got a new solo album coming out soon on our good buddy uh, Travis, Hill, Travis Hill's uh, label um, out of Little Rock called Last Chance Records. Fantastic little record label. And what I've heard from this album by Jay is going to be great. Uh, next time we, next time I uh, do one of these tunage episodes, I'll play some Jake Schumann instead of Red Collar. But I want to give Red Collar a, a real chance here because it's it's a new uh, new album just came out yesterday. Dodge K. It's fantastic. Thanks to Dylan Cobra uh, from uh, Punk News and Facebook for helping me choose that song. And uh, because every fucking song of that album is great, and I couldn't just pick one. And he said, dude, Dodge K. I went, buddy, playing it. All right, enough about that. Uh, now, as I said earlier, some of the punk rock songs and bands that we've had hosted on the show have not gone over too well. Uh, those are the least downloaded episodes. Thank you to Brian Childs um, and NineBolts.net. We have a rabid fan of people who are really interested in the uh, folk and the alt country type stuff we've been doing, singer songwriter stuff. And thank God, like I, I fucking love you guys. I just wish you guys would give some of these other bands a chance. So we're going to play a couple of those other bands here. Uh, this first band, these guys opened for Electric Six at the Black Sheep, where I work at a few, uh, I don't know, about a month and a half ago. And I haven't been able to take this LP off my record player. 
This band is called Aficionado, and the song is called The Things You Like off their self-titled record. It's really poppy, it's really energetic, and it's really it's really cool. I, I love it. Uh, it's the first track off their new album. It really goes really well with the second track. It, it, they just blend seamlessly together. I almost went ahead and played both of them, but uh, for time constraints, to give me more time to r- rant and ramble, we're just going to play this first song. And again, like... I hung out with these guys before the show when they played at the Black Sheep, and they were just super cool, killer guys. Like they're all about the same age as me. We sat around and talking about old Fat Records and Epitaph bands, and just hit it off really well. I was going to interview them the night of the show. I wasn't even planning on it. It was just one of those things. Like they were so cool, and their set was so great. I uh, wrote down a handful of questions, and then at the end of the night, notice really felt like it. I mean, who wants to, after slinging drinks all night long and drinking a few back myself, uh, we weren't really in the mood, but. Uh, Rest assured, next time these guys come to Colorado, they're going to be interviewed and on an episode of the Most Ohamas Podcast. And then uh, stay tuned. We've got some more songs after Aficionado. And I get, you got some more rambling from me. And then got some more tunes, some more rambling. So uh, let's get, a, get this on with the things you like from Aficionado.
All right, in case you guys didn't figure that out, that was the Gaslight Anthem with uh, 45. Uh, it is the first single released for their new album called uh, Handwritten, coming out in July. I believe it's July 27th. Oh, I'm sorry, it's July 24th uh, coming out. It's their major record label debut, and hopefully it goes well for them. I know a lot of bands have been signed to the major labels and then coming back uh, to the indie scene. Um, I don't want to say with their tails behind their legs, but haven't learned some very valuable lessons. And uh, I can't, I can't fucking wait for that album. I've listened to that that one single probably about 15 times so far, and as well as the song we played before that, which is uh, Hot Water Music's "Drag My Body." That that chorus, you know, I'm hardly feeling human anymore. Um, the way I've been feeling the last couple of months is battling fucking depression and drinking way too damn much. I know exactly what Chuck Reagan feels in that song. I know that's previously been released as a single, and I was kind of leaning towards uh, playing something that hadn't been released off that album. But you know what? That's that's so far that's my favorite song off the record, and uh, I've listened to it probably twenty times. That record in what the two weeks it's come out, I've actually a little bit burnt out on it right now. Uh, it had knocked the Menzigers off the top of my list of album of the year, but then you know. I listened to it 20 times in like a week, week and a half, two weeks, and now I'm burnt out on it, and now Menzingers is back to the top. We'll see We'll see how that battle goes as this year goes on about what's the best album of the year. Uh, but yeah, and before that, of course, it was Aficionado, another band, really, really great, poppy, you know, I don't even know what the hell to call it. I can't I can't recommend that album enough. And uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's keep this show rolling. What do we got next, boys? Uh, let's look at this little playlist here. Oh, we got my good buddy, Mr. Michael Dean Damron. Now you may know Mike D as uh, his alter ego, the lead singer of I Can Lick Any Son of a Bitch in the House. I'm actually wearing a Mike D t-shirt right now. I got some strange looks in Target because it says Mike D and the Loyal Bastards. It's one of those weird things when you wonder you're wandering around Target and you wonder why that grandma is giving you the stink eye and you look down and you have bastard as the largest word on your shirt. Uh, that's what I experienced today. But Mike D is an experience all to his own and to himself. Uh, I was lucky enough that Mike D uh, picked me up in Denver last September and me and him uh, drove a car to uh, Little Rock, Arkansas for the Two Cow Garage 10-year anniversary party. Now at that 10-year anniversary party, on the way there, actually, I hit a raccoon and destroyed the front bumper of our rental car. Mike D ended up paying, I think, 250 bucks for that. Uh, maybe 500 bucks. No, it was 500 bucks, and he gives me the internet stink eye going, Hey, buddy, when you get a... You, yeah, I knew you did me a favor going along that trip, buddy, but uh, maybe you throw me a couple dollars, a couple ducats there. But he hasn't actually outright asked for that, and hopefully one day I'll strike it rich and be able to pay him off. Uh, but this is a new song off his new album. i got to say it's his best album yet as a solo artist. Um, his other albums are a little bit hard to get into. They're not as accessible as this album. Uh, David Limpkid uh, comes, comes down with the harmonica and really brings things up a notch. He's uh, written a really great poppy record. And uh, the way it flows from the track listings, it's good. It opens up with the poppy stuff. It moves you into the little less accessible, a little bit harder to listen to songs. And it ends with on a little bit of a poppy note. Uh, sad, sad bastard, yada, yada, yada. I'm really awful at describing music, but I really fucking love Mike D and the experiences I've had with this guy. Um, if you ever get a chance to see him live, he's an experience all unto his own. He just got done with a little mini tour of 2K Garage, and apparently he's going out again soon with Micah from 2K Garage. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, check him out on Facebook, Michael Dean Danron. Again, we'll have links to all these artists over on the Mostly Comments Podcast webpage. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a couple songs of this new album. It's called uh, Nah, Mr. Death, I'm coming. Nah, I got to say it in my D voice. Nah, Mr. Death, I'm coming for you. Actually, that's more like a Mr. T voice. But but uh, once you hang around Mike D enough, you, you start slipping to an accent, kind of on accident of him. He's like, hey, buddies. Man, I, I just got to poop so bad right now, buddy. But it's like, nah, Mr. Death, I'm coming for you. That's not really doing him justice. I haven't talked to the dude in probably uh, uh, September, I guess, was the last time I hung out and talked to him. But yes, uh, so uh, let's let's just keep this going. Uh, there's a couple. There was a couple songs off this record I really wanted to play, but I decided to go with the more accessible songs for those of you who have never listened to Mike D. Uh, Mama, his Mama song on here was probably one of my favorites. What's it called? Uh, blah 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 blah. I already deleted it from that thing, uh, so ignore what I just said. But uh, we're gonna go with Creaking Old Bones. 
I'm not entirely sure when this album comes out. I know I kickstarted it, and I got the uh, MP3 release as soon as they were available. Uh, but check out Mike Dean Damron. He is definitely worth your time. And then uh, we're going to go into a little Micah Schnabel. Uh, it's Micah playing live. Micah from 2 Cow, of course. And then uh, we got some Only Sons, and then I'm going to come back and talk a little bit more, and then we're going to get out of here and let you guys go long go business so uh, this is uh michael dean dameron off now nah, mr death i'm coming for you with creaking old bones creaking old bones creaking old bones all i got left baby since she left is my creaking old bones i'm 47 years old cigarettes in front of your mother. <laughs> at the piano at my mother's house Where I still have to watch my mouth I fumble through the 88 For a song I used to know Cause here I'm just a little kid Sneaking cigarettes and washing dishes She says I love you son But I wish that you would stop with the tattoos I smile and I say maybe Both of us just laugh She knows I'm still staring down a map That my voice is here but my bag's already packed with Ohio in my blood California on my mind And a heart that's beating in Pacific time Yeah, a heart that's beating in Pacific time 
my father's house He laughs when I ask him about How we both ended up With what he calls Northern Southern Draws He smiles and plays a Dylan song And like a little kid I follow along And listen when he says that there Is no direction home I smile and I say maybe both of us just laugh Cause he knows I'm still staring down the map That my voice is here but my bag's already packed With Ohio in my blood California on my mind And a heart that's beating in Pacific time yeah, my heart's still beating in Pacific time. Staring down a future while choking down a past. But I know I'm still staring down a map. That my voice is here, but my bag's already packed. With Ohio in my blood, and California on my mind, and a heart that's beating in Pacific time. And my heart's still beating in Pacific time. At the piano at my mother's house Where I still have to watch my mouth
Alright, buddies. Now you just got torn apart by Mr. Michael Dean Dameron with Creaking Old Bones off his new album. Nah, Mr. Death, I'm coming for you. I'm just, I like doing character voices. I'm just gonna do the whole rest of the show in a character voice. <laughs> you know, when I was a little boy, I wanted to do cartoons. I wanted to do voiceovers. I wanted to be Robin Williams in the opening of Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, where he's doing the smoking cartoon thing and then he gets fired and then he loses Sally Field as his wife and whatnot. Yeah, I just watched that last night on Netflix. Insomnia is a bitch. Ah! Uh, they, but yeah, we had uh, Mr. Mike Schnabel. Uh, that was off his Live at the Tree Bar uh, album he put out. is special limited edition to only 100, uh, featuring artwork by his now girlfriend, Miss Vanessa Jean Speckman, who the song is about. How's about that shit? It also came with a nice little short story written by Michael's Micah's brother, which I have yet to read, but I'm holding it in my hand. I kind of forgot about it until I picked up this package. Uh, but I hear it is fan-fucking-tastic. Um, what's great about this this uh, the song is that one I can't get it out of my head. Two, it's about my good friend Miss Vanessa Jean, who I've known for a couple of years. Her birthday is the day after mine, and uh, and an, too much coffee. I'm stuttering like crazy, but no. Um, this this event, this Tucson Garage ten year event that I went on last September with Mike Dean Dameron, uh, we caravan back from the uh, Little Rock show to Denver for the Suburban Home Sweet Sixteen party. And me and Mike D just followed two cow the whole way from Little Rock to Denver, and we eat together, we sleep together, uh, we drink three two beer all night long together. And Vanessa Jean was there the entire time, and what? And I just kind of got to watch this um, relationship balloon right there in front of my eyes, and it's been fantastic uh, to watch this whole thing happen and to know that uh, now no longer is Micah's heart going to be in Pacific time because Vanessa is moving to Columbus. Good for those guys. I'm fucking so in love with those two. Um, and oddly enough, Vanessa Jean read my uh, tarot card that night sitting in the hotel room in Tulsa while everybody else was um, trying to get beer at a sketchy gas station. And it talked significantly about change. I'm starting to wonder now if maybe that tarot card reading was not for me, but yet for her somehow, because her life has changed drastically. Mine has too, but nowhere near as much as hers. Um, it's just pretty cool that, you know, our, our birthdays are a day apart and we're pretty much on very similar paths. Only hers has taken her way further than that now. Uh, and then, you know, after that Micah, Micah song, we had the only sons with their song bully from the new, their new album. When the new wears off that just came out a few weeks ago, those guys just had a couple day tour with uh two cow garage. And oddly enough, I got to meet Mr. Kent, the lead singer of the only sons. Well, I don't know if I met him at the two cow garage 10 year anniversary party or not, but I know he was there. I know I got to watch him play and he blew me the fuck away. And then when I was in Waverly, Alabama for the old 280 boogie, he was also there playing and once again, blew me away. I'm really excited for this album. Uh, this song sticks out in particular to me, mostly because the reference is comic books and, and, uh, I'm kind of a guy who has always envisioned myself as somebody who would not let other women get beaten and whatnot, because my father used to beat the shit out of my mother. Not, not often enough, but enough that it's kind of stuck with me and that's not a cool thing to do. And just the whole song just really resonates and sticks with me and I dig it. They're a good band. I'm really excited for these guys. They're going to, uh, if they can tour consistently enough and get on the right shows, man, they're going to, they're going to fucking go places. Uh, now we're going to end the show here. I'm going to play two completely different songs, obviously. Uh, we're going to open this up with another gentleman I met in Little Rock, Arkansas at the Two Cow Garage 10-year anniversary party. What a fucking coincidence. He just put out a new record called Verse Course Curse. You can find that on Bandcamp. You can go to mostlyharmlesspodcast.com and I'll link to where you can pick this album up. Uh, this song is the first song in the title track off this song. It's called Verse Course Curse. And the moment I heard this opening, like the first 20 seconds, I was in love. Uh, I'd listen to the uh, Brandon is the uh, lead singer, main songwriter of the little band called Ghost Shirt. Uh, this is not his first solo album, but one of it, you know, probably his strongest from what I've heard. And uh, Brian Childs over at NineBullets.net um, writes 
and, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have it written in front of me like a good uh, rock and roll journalist radio guy should, but this isn't professional at all, and nor should it be. But he, he writes that uh, it's very Beatles-esque and Nick Lowe-inspired. And the moment I heard it, I thought immediately of those uh, Elvis Costello, Burt Bacharach combo songs, and then which is pretty key because... Nick Lowe wrote most of Elvis Costello's greatest hits. Nick Lowe is pretty fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, it's got a lot of Brit pop and 80s um, singer-songwriter influence. I hear some Joe Joe Jackson in there. I hear some Flaming Lips in there as well. It's really fancy, artsy, fartsy, wonderful pop stuff. Uh, it fits a lot along the lines of the aficionado I played earlier. I probably should have played this after that, but, you know, I'm still getting, my, get, getting a hang of this, buddies. Uh, then we're going to end the show off with another rock and roll tune. Uh, this is the band that pretty much most people have been like, dude, thank you for introducing me to this band. Uh, I'm madly in love with them now. They're one of my favorite artists. Uh, it's a little band. I played my very first show as a bass player uh, in a band opening up for these guys. Um, the band at the time I was in was called Kings and Thieves. We were terrible. Uh, really great musicians, but we didn't know what to play. We were all over the place. And, you know, I'm not a very good bass player. But, I mean, it's a bass player. Who, who wants to be a good bass player? Anyway, um, a lot of people have written me and uh, told me, thank you for introducing me to this band. Um, and I've only introduced people to this band through a couple interviews where they've been mentioned about how great they are. Uh, every Four-piece four, four piece band, four-part harmonies. Everybody in this band has been a lead singer of another band at one one point or another. These guys are out of Oklahoma City. Uh, they are called Red City Radio. The song is called Spinning in Circles is a Gateway Drug off the record The Dangers of Standing Still. This is the next biggest punk band in the world, I promise you. Uh, they're fucking fan, fucking tastic. I can't get enough of them. Uh, so let's go into these two songs Brandon Barnett off Verse Course Curse with the title track of Verse Curse Curse, and then Red City Radio Spinning in Circles is a Gateway Drug off the Dangers of Standing Still. That's it for now. Uh, and if you like what you heard, let's do this again. Email me on, f- email me. Leave me some comments on my webpage. Go to Facebook. Say, hey, dude, that was pretty cool. Uh, or tell me to shut the fuck up. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, I don't have a day job, so we'll see if we get a couple more of these going here once a month or so. All right, buddies. Enjoy. It's desperation time Moving like cracks through your unstone glasses I've turned minaret for the job When you flick your cigarette Gotta get out of this verse chorus curse I'll have to break you first Curse, I'll have to break you first And I fell through love 